The following podcast is a member of the Pokecasters Network. Pokecasters Network, supporting Pokemon content creators, their shows, and the community of Pokemon fans. To find out more, check out pokecastersnetwork.com or find us on Twitter and Facebook. Hello, and welcome to Lucas Lectures, hosted by the big fish himself, veteran Lucas. Sit back, relax, and enjoy today's topic. Thanks, Tom. All right, so welcome back to another episode of Lucas Lectures, a part of the Science of Pokemon podcast. This is me, veteran Lucas, coming at you from, uh, well, Japan. <laughs> I, I was able to get through the Japan quarantine line like hours, I mean legit hours before they closed it up. So I'm here. I've been working hard on my new job, going through orientation, all that kind of jobby stuff but i've i've been able to move into a small apartment i've been able to get things mildly organized he says staring at empty bottles and chopsticks but otherwise it's been it's been a really interesting experience so far so i've been spending my time um honestly not as much focusing on pokemon stuff because well there's a coronavirus on the loose but also there's the fact that i got a new job and even that's gonna go crazy so this is going to be nice to just talk about random stuff. So we are actually going to be talking about some of the bird Pokemon. Now, the reason I wanted to talk about them was, um, one, when I was walking through my neighborhood, I was able to find this lake. And this lake had this beautiful scenery there. The cherry blossoms, the whole shebang. And the cherry blossoms are all well and good. But I was able to find what's known as a gray heron. They're very similar looking to what's known as a great blue heron that's back home in the United States. And they're all over Florida, but also they're as far away as Yellowstone Park. They're up north in Indiana. They're all over the place. And they're an animal that really makes me think of home. But one of the things I always um, I thought it was interesting about the Pokemon games was that the bird Pokemon... Well, I wanted to see if the bird Pokemon calls sounded anywhere close to their Pokemon counterpart. I just wanted to see how close they sounded, compare them, and talk a little bit about the animals they're based on. Again, not as much as a full episode. I'll leave that to my main boys on the other side of this. But I did want to go over some of their calls and a little bit about them. So let's get some biology out of the way first. So why do birds call? Why are they constantly squawking, squeaking, and chirping? Well... That's just how they communicate. That's the simplest way to do it. You probably already knew it. But the most common joke you hear is that the birds are all calling because they all want to mate. Like, it's always just a mating call. Like, date me, date me, date me, reproduce, have my offspring, have my offspring, date me, date me. But that's not that's not 100%. There are definitely birds that do do that, like, all the time. But a bird's calls can be a wide list of things. And I mean a very, a very, very wide list of things. They can be used from everything from showing dominance they can be used to ward off predators they can be used to warn off prey they can be used to stay in touch with large groups during migrations call to offspring have offspring call them family ask to be fed there's a lot of different ways that bird calls can be used now it is important to understand that there are definitely birds that are going to use them primarily for mating but there are birds like peacocks who don't really have um, you, they don't use their call to get a mate. They typically just do it the whole showing off the feathers. Like, if you ever want to look up what a peacock sounds like, it really does sound like a weird swamp chicken. It, it, it's really funny. <laughs> Again, some birds you would think have the most beautiful, amazing cry kind of sound like poop. And then you'll have these 
ugly creature bird, this random bird that just makes the most beautiful sound. So, so my favorite call that birds tend to make is when they call out to predators because it's their way of letting the predator know that the game is up, that they can't just sneak up on them. And so you get to watch the videos of like birds screaming at a predator and just watching it sulk away. Like if you ever just watch like a group of birds screaming at a cat and the cat just kind of just slinks off down the tree and runs away, that's just like the game's up. You can't just sneak up on us anymore. And it's just the birds laughing at them at that point. But let's get to the Pokemon. That's the thing we're here for. Now, while we're doing this, let's just remember one thing. Pokemon made the original Pokemon calls with like a keyboard and 8-bit graphics noises. That's all they really had to work with. And they had to do that for 151 Pokemon. So well done them the first time around. Now, they could have obviously updated them to sound like their natural counterparts. But to be quite honest... They don't really have to. They have no reason to do this. It's their company. It's their game. They can make them sound like whatever they want. They're fake. They're our own thing. But I really wanted to compare to see if they even a slight little little bit of inspiration. So without further ado, let's get to our first bird on the list, Pidgeot. So Pidgeot has been talked about on our show many times. He is a beautiful bird based on a lot of different deities and a lot of colors thrown into him. He's a beautiful specimen. But... One of the things that always struck me was that he is based on, like, he, he's fishing. Like, he's catching Magikarp from a stream as a Pidgeotto. So the one bird that reminds me of the most is an Osprey. If you don't know what an Osprey is, it's called a fishhawk by some people. Lots of them in Florida, not as many everywhere else, but they are a beautiful species. They're one of my favorite birds in the world. So let's go ahead and just compare a Pidgeot to, a, to an Osprey. Uh, here is the osprey first. And here is the pidgeot. I played the pidgeot twice, so it was kind of fast. So you'll notice there really isn't too much of a similarity on this one. It's just a random screech from a random bird. But the osprey really is one of my favorite animals, so any chance to show what it sounds like is a win in my book. All right, so the next one we're talking about is Swellow. And this one does not take a lot of uh, big brain thinking to come up with what it's related to. This is actually related to a bird called the Barn Swallow. Barn Swallows are very common to see pictures and painting of, if you don't believe me. Uh, They're one of the most popular tattoos you'll see on young Caucasian females within the ages of 18 and 34. Uh, if you look up a girl's tattoo bird on Google, you will probably find it within the first search. Now, their call is going to be really pretty. They are songbirds, so let's take a listen to the swallow first. Oh, that's nice. Now let's take a look at the swallow, the Pokemon. Again, it's hard to distinguish. If you go back and you listen to the barn swallow, you'll notice there is not just one random call. There's multiple sounds being mixed in. Their vocal cords and their lungs are so adapted to making different sounds that they can make multiple different sounds on a single chord. There are some singers who can actually pull that off. But there is some, this one's a little bit closer because it is a songbird. It's going to be a little more shrill, a little more higher pitch. And so they took that as the, um, they took that into account when they created this design. 
again, they're never going to be 100%, but this is getting closer, definitely closer than Pidgeot. So let's go ahead and we'll go to our next one. Now, hopefully, as we get to later generations, we'll find them and they're going to be a little bit more accurate. So now let's take a look at Pidov. So Pidov is based on well, what people call the trash can with wings, whatever you want to call them, the sky rats. Um, they're the pigeons you see in almost every cityscape. I was literally walking down the street here in Hamamatsu, Japan, and I legit saw them, and I was like, <gasps> rock doves! And they were like, you mean the filthy birds? Like, no, no, their, their actual name is called the rock dove. They are filthy, but they are everywhere. And so they were the first animals that made me feel at home here. But let's take a look and see what Generation 5 has to say about it. So let's take a look, listen to a normal rock dove, normal pigeon. And now Pidov. Now that pigeon one was a little bit fainter, but I honestly didn't think it needed to be too creative because you all know what they sound like. You hear them all the time when they chase you for bread. And I'm glad to see that Pokemon took that into account as well. With Pokemon, they decided like, you know what? This bird is so common. Let's make it as similar to the real one as possible. I think that was a very nice touch. So I think that leaves us now with two more. Now these two are two of my favorite bird Pokemon for different reasons. Uh, the next one is actually um, Toucanon. It's based on the uh, Tuca Toucan, which is from Brazil, and I really do love this bird. It's When you're thinking, you're thinking of a Toucan right now, and it's not the cereal mascot, you're thinking of a Tuca Toucan. Very beautiful bird. Fun fact, they will eat quite literally anything they can fit into their mouth, including baby birds and bats. Yes, you're welcome. Now, let's go ahead and take a look and uh, let's take a let's take a listen and see what this beautiful bird sounds like. So here is the Toka Toucan. And here's Toucanon. Jesus. Okay, that was Hang on, I'm going to play that Toucanon one again cuz that's horrifying. <sighs> yeah, no, that is that's a no from me, dog. That's a no from me. But you know what? I really do. I think it's um, interesting with toucans and with a lot of tropical birds. People assume that when they hear a sound in the jungle, it's, oh, look at the, listen to the pretty birds. And you're here, you expect to hear tweeting, but then you hear the toucan. It's like, ew, it's probably just a frog. But no, that's the bird. Sometimes the frogs sound like birds. The birds sound like frogs. Everything's upside down to most people who don't understand how their calls work. Now, this last one. Uh, at least 350 million of you ought to know this one. So this is for Braviary. Now, since it's been compared to the uh, America bird, the America Pokemon, freedom, democracy, barbecue chicken, all that fun stuff, I decided to use this one last. So, so I'm going to do this one a little bit different. This one, I'm going to play Braviary first. So here's Braviary. And now here is a bald eagle. Oh, no, sorry. That's the lie the media told you. No, I'm not kidding about that last part. They literally decided to take the call of a red-tailed hawk, and they used that for the call on bald eagles whenever they had to show them on, like, patriotic things or truck commercials. Here's what a real bald, bald eagle sounds like. Yeah, that ain't majestic. That just seems more sad than anything else. It really does sound like a songbird with a flu. And so I think there's really not too much of a lesson in here. I think it's just important to understand that when Pokemon decided to make these games, that they 
didn't take all the liberties they could have with this thing because, hey, it's their game. Who's going to care that the toucan doesn't sound like a toucan or the eagle doesn't sound like the eagle? They're monsters. They're fake. Who cares? But I think it's still cool to go into these details and see like, okay, so this is the real thing. What does this actually sound like? I would love for you guys to do that on your own. If you find the Pokemon you like and it's based on an animal, go ahead and look it up. See what it actually sounds like. A lot of you like foxes. You really should listen to more foxes. They do not sound like they like you. Same with otters. They sound terrifying. But at the same time, if you don't like frogs, um, frogs can make beautiful noises. It's one of those things where you've really got to take a listen to it. And since most of us are all quarantined in our homes anyway, and you run out of things to look up, might as well look stuff like this up. So that wraps up my little section. Now, if you guys have any suggestions for little mini episodes, anything you guys want to listen to me talk about, please... Send me a thing. Send me a hit. Hit me up on Facebook or the Messenger. I'm still here listening with the crew. We're always here to help you guys out. These are hard times. I don't know whoever's going to be listening to this two or three years down the road. But currently, as I'm recording this, these are hard times. We got to get through this together or not at all. And I think as long as we do what we got to do, we listen to the experts and the scientists, I think you'll we'll be okay. Again, my heart, my heart goes out to all of you. Not all of you are religious, and I understand that, but you are in my prayers. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful rest of your day or night. Stay safe. Bye-bye.